Hi everyone, today I will be reviewing episodes 4 through 6 of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. I apologize, there might be some background noise, but I'll do my best to try to uh, remove that. Um, so if you listen to my reviews of She-Hulk episodes 1 through 3, you know exactly how I feel on these episodes. My thoughts on the show have not changed. It's fine, I like it. Tatiana Maslany is great, the direction is solid, it's just not that funny. Um, a majority of the humor doesn't work for me, which is a huge bummer. And I'll just get this out of the way now. My main problem with the humor is just that on paper, it really works or it seems like it should work or it's just a really good idea or I can see what they're going for. But in execution, it just completely falls flat. And it it's just made worse by the fact that I see what they're going for and it feels like it should be funny but it's just not working for me. And I don't blame the actors. The performances are good. I think it's the writing or the direction. Maybe it's the editing. Maybe they're not editing this like a comedy. They're editing this like a traditional Marvel show. Maybe it's some combination of all of that. But for some reason, the humor is just really falling flat for me. Um, so that's going to be kind of a repeated theme throughout this review. And I wanted to get that out of the way first so that we can get into the story. Uh, let's start with my recap of episode four. We open with this extended sequence of Donnie Blaze's magic show with Madison, played by Reese Quiro and Patty Guggenheim, respectively. On paper, again, this sounds great. In execution, it didn't work. The humor just isn't for me. Donnie sends Madison to Wong, who is definitely the standout of the episode. I love seeing his everyday life, his Sopranos obsession, dealing with annoyances such as Donnie. All of that was great. I love the little Wong music cue they play as he shows up in every scene. It's just perfect. It's kind of cheesy, but it just totally works. Jen breaks the fourth wall. She mentions how everyone loves Wong and the show has Twitter armor for a week because Wong's in it. Again, I love this. My favorite part of this show is definitely how self-aware it is, how accurate it is. It's not just um, calling things out that aren't the case. It's really on the money for all these things. Um, and the way it calls out the audience of both Marvel fans and Marvel haters is awesome. And I really like that part of it. Um, Morris Walters wants to beef up security after his daughter was attacked last week. Again, uh, just didn't fully work for me, the humor here. Jen starts setting up a dating profile. She's interrupted by Wong, who explains the whole situation. I like this scene. I like the dialogue here. Jen and Nikki go out to dinner. They discuss Jen's dating life. Wong and Jen go warn Donnie Blaze about the cease and desist. We see one of Jen's terrible dates. The strength of the show continues to be how they're handling the character of Jennifer Walters. I think her dating struggles, all of that was just really compelling. You're really rooting for her as a character. And uh, that's what really works about this episode. Madison interrupts the court case. She testifies for Jen. The judge still rules in favor of Donnie. A lot of the humor with Madison. I'm in the minority, but it just didn't work for me. Jen makes a dating profile for She-Hulk. We get a montage of all her terrible dates until she finds one guy she likes. All of this very compelling, very well done. Uh, Donnie accidentally unleashes these little demon creatures, these little bat creatures, and goes to Wong for help, who interrupts She-Hulk and her date at her house. This whole sequence I actually really liked. She-Hulk helps Wong fight the creatures, which I loved. Actually, pretty solid fight scene. I enjoyed it. Uh, the CGI was pretty good. Donnie agrees to the terms of the cease and desist, and She-Hulk then returns and has a good night with her date, we'll say. The next morning, Jen is abandoned when her date sees her in Jen form which actually is kind of heartbreaking a little bit. You do care and you're invested and you feel for her, um, even though she tries to shrug it off. Somebody knocks at the door, serves her papers. 
Titania is suing Jen for using the name She-Hulk, which she trademarked. Jen breaks the fourth wall. This is a bummer way to end the episode, but there's probably a fun tag. That was awesome. And then there was a fun tag. The Madison and Wong post credit scene was definitely my favorite scene of Madison's. And then I just really liked it. That was definitely probably the funniest moment for me. So that was episode four. Definitely my favorite of the three. And my second favorite, probably of all of them so far, behind the premiere. Moving on to episode five. Uh, we open with an ad for Titania's beauty brand, which I loved. I love the little stuff like this the show has been doing. Jen sees a billboard. Here's an ad on the radio about the She-Hulk brand. Chad Walters walks in and shames Jen for not trademarking her own name. Nikki and Jen go to Titania's exhibit and confront her. Uh, Jamila Jamil asks Titania, again, is just fantastic. She refuses to end her makeup line. We see Jen really upset about it. Uh, I like how this continues her struggles with identity. She's finally beginning to accept and maybe even embrace her identity as She-Hulk after disliking it at first. And uh, that character development throughout the season has been really well done so far. Uh, then we get this kind of B-plot of Pug and Nikki going to get She-Hulk a costume. This didn't really work for me at all. It just wasn't that funny. They go find the costume maker. They get some Avengers gear. They get an appointment. Uh, Josh Segura and Ginger Gonzaga are great in these roles, but I just don't care about these characters as much as I feel like I should and as much as I want to. Um, I just don't think the writing for them is that strong, and I just wasn't really invested. I didn't really care about this B-plot. Mallory Book is assigned to Jen's case. Uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry is great in this role. Really, the performances are not the problem with this show at all. She's very cold and unfriendly to Jen. She tells Jen to get better clothes. In court, they battle it out. Both sides have some good evidence. Um, I liked all that. This was a solid scene. Jen and Nikki go visit the designer, who agrees to make her some clothes. Uh, while talking to Nikki, Jen gets the idea to have all her failed dates testify that she is using the She-Hulk name in everyday life. As a plot beat, this was really well done, really clever. Um, I wasn't expecting it, but it really worked. They testify. Jen's obvious embarrassment was pretty funny. Uh, they win the case. Titania threatens Jen, says this isn't over. Jen and Mallory go buy drinks to celebrate. Uh, all of this was solid. Jen then goes, gets her costume, and tries it on. But then before the credits roll, we see a glimpse of Daredevil's helmet. Uh, there's no post-credit scene, which is fine because this kind of was a post-credit scene. And uh, that was awesome. That was a great ending, a perfect tease. The music here, they played that perfectly, and it was very well done. This episode was fine. I liked all the Titania stuff. I liked that character, but the Nikki and Pug stuff just didn't fully work for me. I like that Daredevil tease, and uh, I'm very excited to see him in the show. That's episode five. Finishing off with episode six, Jen is invited to be a bridesmaid at her former friend's wedding. She breaks the fourth wall to mention she knows it's inconvenient timing, but that's just how weddings are. Again, the show knows we're all waiting for Daredevil, but they're making us wait longer. They know that. They're self-aware. I just find it funny. I'm patient. I have no issue waiting another week. I don't mind the wait for Daredevil. And I just think it's funny that the show is so in tune with its audience that it can kind of call them out like that. Jen shows up to the rehearsal dinner as She-Hulk. We see that she's finally embraced She-Hulk, but her friend asks her not to be She-Hulk. So she shows up to the actual wedding in her normal form. Uh, meanwhile, Mallory Book and Nikki are representing Mr. Immortal, some guy who is being sued by his divorced wives for... Uh, pretending to kill himself or pretending to die or something. Um, again, on paper, this premise, 
absolutely hilarious. So much comedic potential here. Um, if I read the scripts, I'm sure this would read really well on paper. In execution, it just didn't work for me. The jokes didn't work. I just, I felt like there was so much of his potential here with this idea. And the only part that really made me laugh was when uh, he randomly jumped out the window and survived because that was just so out of the blue. Um, so that's my thoughts on this guy. Jen catches up with her friend, feels bad about not having a boyfriend. Um, it's kind of tropey. We all kind of have seen episodes like this of all different shows. Um, we're all familiar with it, but that's okay. She sees Titania there. She knows something is wrong. Jen meets a nice dude who I think everyone immediately suspected. Um, I think we all know that this guy is too good to be true. Uh, they hit it off. Back at GLKNH, there's a meeting with Mr. Immortal and all his spouses. Again, not as funny as it should have been. Jen learns that her groomsmen's a dog. Uh, we get more shenanigans at GLKNH. They finally reach a settlement. Jen gets drunk and dances her heart out at the wedding, which was definitely the best moment. This was the funniest scene to me. Tatiana Maslany just killing it, absolutely going for it. No shame. She is just so great in this role, um, really nailing it, and she was hilarious. Uh, Jen leaves a voicemail for Bruce. Uh, she talks with a nice guy she met a little earlier. She goes outside to vomit, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, Titania punches her. Jen attempts to strike back, completely misses and falls over, which was pretty funny. She turns into She-Hulk. They fight in the middle of the party. She-Hulk beats Titania pretty good, and Titania ends up running away. Jen's friend embraces her instead of being mad. Uh, all of that was fine. The fight scene was fine. It's not like the most well-choreographed thing ever, but that's not really what they're going for. Mallory and Nikki discover Intelligentsia, which is this platform with a ton of She-Hulk death threats and all sorts of stuff. Obviously, I like how this is very clearly a critique on the people online that everyone has seen who are very clearly similar to this. Um, and I, I appreciate that Marvel is blatantly calling them out. So they go, Nikki warns Jen about this website. We then see a lab where syringes are being prepared, presumably for Jen's blood. Um, there's no post credit scene on this one. And that is the end of this episode. This episode was fine. I didn't hate it, but it's definitely my least favorite of these three. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next week. So what did you think of these episodes? Did you like them more than me, less than me? Let me know in the comments, the email, the voicemail, or the forum, and all those links are in the description. Thank you so much for listening, and have a good day.